I'm back. I'm back. I've been gone. Uh, I've been gone. But I'm back. I'm back, baby. Alright, let's get this in. Let's catch up. Woo! What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Oh, I've been on the road. I've been on the fucking road, man. It's been a minute. I think the last segment was about gaming. Um, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. I'm not doing any more ads for this shit. I just, I'm not doing any more ads. <laughs> I went back and listened to it and I realized that ad is old as fuck and it was recorded in my office, which has a nasty echo. So, I will not be fucking doing ads anymore. I'm not here for that, man. I'm really not here for that. I, you know, that's just... That's some basic bitch shit, and I apologize. Um, I'm actually going to go back and try and edit those uh, to remove the ads from them. Um, but for now, we're here. It is September. I'm in Florida right now. Um, I'm in Florida, just kicking it. Not really, but you know, just working. Hurricane off the coast. You know, this that's a major, 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 major shout to my Bahamian family, man. Um, you know, the Bahamian family. Shout out to Nassau, everybody out there, Grand Bahamas. Um, that's going to be crazy, man. I'm not looking forward to being on the ground there. Um, just seeing the videos and it reminds me of Katrina, man. Like, I'm you know, from New Orleans. That's my home. So, it shit hurts my soul every year, man. It's like fucking PTSD reflash, bro. So, not looking forward to that. But I did just get back from the Disney 23 Expo. You know, I am... I am a reservist now, you know, so I'm, I'm working for a uh, event company that manages technology for behind the scenes. Um, does the technology behind the scenes at an event, so your RFID, when you badge in, making sure everything's running right, blah, 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 so this is my first quote-unquote deployment with civilians, and um, it is my last one. Um, that was the biggest shit show I've ever been a part of in my whole fucking career. Um, there was... This is no knock to civilians who got their shit together. Congratulations. Um, but this, this right here... This is a congratulations, you played yourself fucking moment for this company. And not a great first impression for a career professional like myself. Um, where for me, logistics and what, what it means to support the warfighter, uh, can mean life or death for them on the battlefield. If I buy them or supply them with bullshit, bullshit training, bullshit instruction, bullshit equipment, um, it can cost them their lives. So for me, as a, working as a civilian now, I still have that mentality of there is no room for error unless the air is from within right if I it, it can't be it can't be what this was this was terrible 
So if you're a civilian employer, or if you're a fucking civilian in leadership, you have to understand one thing right now. Put your people first. If you're so driven by profit, stop what you're doing and go work on fucking Wall Street. But don't treat people like numbers, man. We're not numbers on a fucking spreadsheet. And me being in a managerial role, I had to assume a lot of things and kind of carve my own lane. And I did not. I did not want to do that. I want. I want to live a simple life as a civilian, man. And you know, even that's fucking difficult. You know, and, and that was so fucking frustrating. Put your people first, man. Put your fucking people first, man. Because if you put your people first, they'll put your task first. But if you put the task and profit and you make them feel secondary to a lot of things, this you expect the same in return. Expect the same in return. You know, expect them to not give a fuck about your company or your product. They're only here for a dollar. They're only here for a moment. Right? You got to treat people like people, man. And you got to give them structure. And you got to give them vision and guidance. And tell them what you expect of them. Let them tell you what they expect of you as a leader. Don't have a too big of a fucking ego that you can't take criticism. You know, I just sat down with the vice president of, of my section of this company and just gave it to him raw. And he shook my hand. Okay, he shook my hand because he understood he understands where I'm coming from. When you're dealing with Disney, okay, your, your man this your man went from working for the government to working for the civilian version of the government, fucking Disney. I'm behind the scenes at D23. I literally shook hands with Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel. Like I met people that I've like dreamed of meeting my whole fucking life and I'm working and they're like impre- they're impressed with the work ethic how you care how I carry myself how I speak how I'm direct I'm not gonna cut any fucking slack I'm not gonna give any slack it is what it is man there's no room for error and if an error happens it's about rebounding and not happening again right so you know I'm being brutally honest, and I'm just telling him, like, listen, dude. One, everyone is overworked. We're understaffed, overworked, right? We're stretched thin. We have a million different things going on. On top of working 18-hour days, 19-hour days to get ready for this expo that we have a week to get ready for. So the the issue, does it doesn't come back to the ability of my staff to get the execution on the floor done properly because I'm telling them exactly what to do from the information that I'm giving. It comes down to load management, product management, right? Leadership, communication, right? And I'm just, I'm not selling out, but I'm just telling them like, yo, A, B, C, and D, fuck that, you know? And he can appreciate that. You know, this guy who's, 50 years old and been doing this for however long just literally had the truth told to him by a 30 year old dude who's been doing it for 60 days and I've noticed it from day one 
You know? So, again, if you're listening to this and you're fucking in charge of any person at all, treat them like a fucking person first. Call them by their first name. Show them that y'all are good. Let them know that, hey, listen, I'm still your manager. Don't call me by my first name, you know, in front of fucking people. Right? Because that's just respect. But you got to have respect for them and the work that they do for you because you're not doing the fucking work. You're delegating your shit. You know how hard it is. Don't expect it to just be done easily if you know how fucking hard it is. You feel me? Like, it, it does... That's that's the difference between success and failure is who gives a fuck in the time when it when and when it's clutch mode. Who gives a fuck the most? Right? It's no different than sports, it's no different than anything. Who gives a fuck the most when it's all on the line? That's what it comes down to. Treat your people like people, man. I promise you, your company will turn around. If you have problems in your company right now and you don't know what the fuck is going on, it's because people are not being treated like people, bro. They're not. They're not being treated like people no more. No one's saying hold their fucking hand. We're adults. Treat people like people. Treat them like an adult. You hold them to the highest standard, Right? You hold everyone to the highest standard, but the standard has to be the same, and the standard is excellence. Am I wrong? If the standard is anything less than excellence, you failed. You failed them, you failed yourself, you failed your bottom line, your profit margins, all that has failed. If the standard is anything less than excellence, and if people are having a hard time achieving excellence, it's time for you to look in the mirror and see. What is going wrong that this can't be done 100% all the way, all the time? What is the issue? Am I not training my staff enough? Does my staff not know enough? Where are the glaring issues? Right? That's what it comes down to. So, you know, I'll keep y'all up and informed on this journey, you know, as I go forward in my new career and... You know, I just been, I've been on the road. I've been gone. I've been stuck in traffic in fucking Anaheim. Been stuck in traffic in LA. Fucking Atlanta, Dallas. Fuck. World's on fire. It's fucking crazy out here. It's fucking crazy, man. You know, I've been battling depression like a motherfucker, man. Anxiety. Stress, pressure, all that, man. You still wake up, put a motherfucking smile on, you know, kiss my wife, kiss my kids, and just keep at it. I need a motherfucking vacation, I know that. That's a motherfucking fact. You know, nigga in school, trying to make rank in the reserves still, like, trying to move up in this company. You know, got my my custody battle for my oldest. You know, that stress, trying to raise my oldest, you know. Show him that, hey man, your skin is brown. Your mom is white. She ain't gonna show you, she don't know. She don't understand, you know. It's different for a boy to be raised by a woman. 
Not saying that women cannot do it because I, some of my some of my strongest male friends were raised by single mothers, and I applaud them. But a, a young man needs a strong man in his life. He needs an example. He is literally going to become a spitting image of you. You know? They need strong examples, man. So, I, my son has a lot of strong men in his life. On all sides. Except the stepfather. Fucking piece of shit. But other than that, like... You know... Between myself, my dad... You know, his, his grandparents on his mom's side. His... Grandparents on his stepmom's side, like I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna give my son no room to fuck up. None. And he's learning hard because you know, right now I'm kinda telling him like, listen, you're seven years old, baby, like you're gonna have to start choosing a few things here. What are you gonna start chasing? You know, because it's not all, you know, fucking video games and toys and Whatever, man, like, I gotta, you know, we gotta make a decision, you know, this, this, this coming summer of what is gonna be the, you know, what summer camp are you gonna choose, man? You gonna, you wanna go to Kennedy Space Center? You wanna go to Boy Scouts? You wanna go, you know, what is it gonna be, baby? Cause I can't, I can't let him lack a minute. You know, I can't let my junior lack a minute, man. You know, cause my father, like, like, my father's been married to my mother for 30-some years. He's been there every step of the way. And I got my... I get my work ethic and my determination from him because i never seen my father quit. He fixed everything on his own in the house. You know, he always had... He had a great job his whole life. He's got a degree from George Washington. You know, he was in the Air Force for 30 years. He worked for the city for, for another, you know, 20-something, 30 years. He just retired. You know, we're trying to get his health correct. Because if you listen to his podcast, you can understand that. You know, I moved, I left active duty, and I walked away from a big career to be with my son and be with my father because that's my legacy. And I had to check my motherfucking self and ask myself a question like, yo, I'm a, you know what? I'm going to keep it a fucking thousand right now. It was a song that made that really... It was a song by Logic, like that. The song is called Legacy on Young Sinatra 4. Yeah, Young Sinatra 4. And I was crying by the end of the song. I'm in San Diego. I'm in my car. I got, I got, I got it going on. I have a beautiful life. Beautiful fucking life. And... My oldest can't experience that because his mother doesn't want to get her shit together. She doesn't want to move out of the fucking shitty part of town. You know, she settled for a fucking piece of shit husband. You know, she settled for less in life. And now is pulling my son down. She's trying to live as low as means as possible. So when the child support evaluations come, she gets more money. Right? She's purposely living below her means. You know, her father is a fucking multimillionaire, and she's living like trash. Because the low money that she gets from me every month is important for some reason. You know, like me, a real nigga, I just, okay. Them niggas wanted $1,000 a month for me. Okay. 
Bam, balanced the budget, balanced the books, wrote $1,000 off, and kept it fucking moving. I flew flew my son back and forth between California. I flew back and forth between California. I was on the phone with him every day, video calling every day from all over the world. You know, I didn't I didn't lack a minute. You know what I'm saying? But she did everything she could to push that number as high as it could be. So she could just sit back and chill and be a fucking little druggie. You know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking straight facts. I got no reason to lie about this shit. Y'all don't know me. I don't know y'all. Like, I'm just spitting my reel into the universe. You know? And I'm in San Diego. And I'm, I'm, I'm like... Fucking... Everything is great. My wife is happy. I'm happy. Or at least I'm trying to be... You know, I'm, I'm happy with my situation. Because I'm finally at peace with my surroundings. I'm in a beautiful town. The weather's great. The people are great. I'm in the hood. Like, I'm in the hood with no danger. That's way crazy. I'm in the hood with no danger. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the Mexican hood. I don't even speak Spanish. I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling with my fucking Nipsey blue vans on. Shorts. Fucking high-ass crazy-looking socks with designs in them. A fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers all-black fucking snapback. And a long sleeve. Ain't SoCal. Chilling, bro. My motherfucking shades on, going to get a fire ass, the most fire fucking burrito I've ever had in my motherfucking life, right there in National City, two exits from the fucking border, bro, just chilling. Career is booming, and it just, all of that didn't mean nothing without my baby, man. All that meant nothing. The lowriders, the the fucking motorcycles. The, Chilling with the crew, you know, running to LA, going to see shows, seeing Nipsey, going to the marathon store, like trying to get in with their crew and like just kick it with them and go to their little shows and J Rock shows and, you know, fucking J Stone shows and fuck, you know, just trying to be in LA and, and experience that because I've never seen that before. I'm not trying to be a movie star, I just want to see it. You know, being up, going up to Oakland. You know, being in the in, in these in these art studios, you know, my brothers are in plays. They're making music. They're activists. You know, it's crazy, man. California was nuts for me, and not a moment of it meant shit if I couldn't share it with my with my son, my oldest son. None of it meant shit, and I was just chilling one day. I'm driving. I think I was stuck on fucking. I don't even know, 54, 54 Highway or some shit like that in San Diego. And I'm listening, and I'm like, you know, the YSIV, I didn't even really hear it when it dropped. That Legacy song came on, man, and he told me, he straight up told me the truth, bro. Like, I was crying, I was crying in that song. I was told, I was like, fuck, dude, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, my son is cool because he's getting, you know, $1,000 from me every month to live in Florida. In Florida, like, on top of that, like, you know, like, his, he's good. But it, none of that shit fucking meant that fucking thing, man. And none of it meant the thing if I couldn't share one of those experiences with him. And that, that's, that's what fucked me up is, like, what, what's my legacy, man? 
Am I just going to be an all-star for, for the fucking government for the rest of my life? You know? And and have that? Or am I going to be able... Is my son going to say be able to go his life knowing I was there for him every day? And that's... That's what it came down to, man. That's I had to, you know... I didn't want that story for my son. I don't want that story for my boy, you know? And there's a lot of fathers out there who are in the same motherfucking boat who are trying to just get... Trying to car- peel back that old deadbeat dad bullshit. That fake-ass fucking story from the 90s. Niggas don't smoke crack no more. <laughs> Niggas don't smoke crack no more, okay? We take care of our kids. We got college degrees. We got beautiful wives and homes and cars. Niggas is on point these days. You feel me? Niggas is on point these days. This child support, this custody shit is so out of whack, bro. So fucking out of whack. But luckily in Florida, 50-50 split is where it's going. You feel me? We're getting to the 50-50 split. We're there. So that's where I'm at. So I moved myself back to Florida. I'm still split between Florida and San Diego for for travel and work. You know that's just that's just a part of the part of the move, man. You got to give some to take. You got to give some to get some. You feel me? So like, that, that's just where I'm at. That's where I ended up at, man. And I, that's just a message to if you're a young father, you know, one stop fucking having kids. Please stop having children. Don't be the dude with five kids and three different baby mamas. Don't be that dude. Stop being a hoe-ass nigga and settle down with a real fucking female. This fucking shit you hear in these songs, this song I'm hearing, I don't even know what the song is. The nigga who's singing this got a wife. You feel me? Like, it ain't for you, bro. You ain't Floyd Mayweather. Take your motherfucking ass home if you're over 30 trying to be a fucking pimp out here. Stop having babies with all these girls, man. Pull out, you weak-ass nigga. Pull out. There's hoe-ass niggas like y'all who out here having mad fucking babies with mad bitches, and then you don't even take care of the kid. And then I got to get compared to y'all weak-ass. Y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got me fucked up, man. Stand the fuck up. Be a real man. Represent our motherfucking color, our skin, our culture. And if you're white or Hispanic or whatever the fuck, this applies to you too, man. I'm not just talking to young black males. I'm talking to all of us young men. Stop having fucking kids with all these fucking chicks. Stop getting chicks pregnant at 20 years old. Stop being a weak-ass motherfucker. Pull out, nigga. Stop thinking you're going to work it out with her, bro. She going to leave your motherfucking ass and put you on papers, bro. Don't fucking fall for it. All right? Th- them days is over with. You gonna, you gonna, you don't want to be like your old G, bro. Get your shit together, man. Stop having kids and start making college degrees, bro. Start making business moves. Leave these fucking females alone. I'm going to tell you the realest shit anyone has ever told me. 
And that's how I knew I was doing right. If anybody knows anything about money, there's always thing about market share and market value, right? And there's a different market value for men and women based upon an age number, right? So if you remember being 18, trying to fuck with a chick who was 18, what was she looking for? She was looking for the dude who had five, ten more years than you, right? She, she wanted the dude who was older than you, right? So we're like, we'll just take the journey, right? So we're fucking 18, right? She's fucking with the 25-year-old cat with a car. You 18 broke, fresh out of high school, working at some bullshit, minimum wage job. She don't want to fuck with you. I want a baller. I want a balling ass motherfucker. He got a car. He got this. How he take me here? He take me there. You know, knowing he's stretching his little weak ass call center money. Right. So now you 25. She 25. Right. Now she getting pecked out by the 30 year old nigga. Right. Trying to settle down and shit. Trying to settle down. Not even trying to settle down. Matter of fact, we're, we're way ahead of that. Right at 25, she getting pecked up by dozens of 30 year old niggas, 40 year old niggas, whatever the case is. Right, she 25, she can get whatever, whoever, however, taking trips, blah 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 blah. Oh, take me back with the fucking weak ass fashion over fucking bathing suit on and shit. Right, everybody's an Instagram model. Right, you 25, you still fucking broke, nigga. Now you start at 25, you have like that mid 25 year old crisis where you're like, all right, man, 30s literally like creep around the motherfucking corner, bro. Now, if you haven't been a whole ass nigga and ain't got a bitch pregnant by now, okay, right, that you ain't taken care of. Like if you ain't married, if you married by 25, you took a risk, hey man, that hope that shit work out for you. I hope it work out for you. Because it worked out for me with my wife now. I met my wife 2013. It's 2019. Right? We dated for two years. And then got married. I got lucky as fuck because I found a real ass woman. And you just got to fucking know and just jump on it. But if we get back to the market value, right? Now we, what, 28? A nigga gotta have a good job by 28. A job. Not a fucking hop, not, not even job. Like the, the, the foot in on a career at 28. Right? Foot in at 28 on a career. Right? So, so now we're there, right? So we're at we're at 20, 20 something, okay? So now we twenty-eight. She's still kinda fucking around, right? I'm sorry I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to pull in my driveway. We're gonna end up after this, right? She pull she's she's twenty-eight. She's not hoeing as much. She probably got She's probably trying to find a boyfriend. She's probably trying to find somebody to lock down, right? Okay. 
Still hoeing though, right? Still hitting the club. Still where y'all hoes at? Hot girl summer. Meanwhile, you've been in the fucking books. You've been on the grind, right? Now we hit 30, right? We hit 30. This is where real niggas come alive. Real niggas come out of the cocoon at 30 because they've been in the cocoon grinding like a motherfucker. They should have been at something. It don't matter what, something. Now this chick has been hoeing it, chilling, partying, whatever, however, whoever, don't matter. Now we 30, right? Right? What's the problem now? You got money. You got a career. You got focus. You're primetime motherfucking number one. And she is where? Now going to school. She probably got a baby or two. She got this going on, that going on, all this motherfucking baggage. Looking at your ass with no baggage. Like, damn, now I can snag this nigga after all this time. Hell nah, bro. That's when you show her market value and you go grab that 20-year-old bitch and you fuck her for a little while. And you keep that market share and that market cap and that value on your fucking end. So if you're a young motherfucker right now and your ass one ain't married, you in a bullshit relationship, right? Ain't got no kids. Your chance to make it at 30 is exponential if you fucking focus, right? Do yourself a favor. Delete Facebook. Delete the dating apps, right? Delete the Twitter app. Not delete your Twitter. Delete the app, right? Unless that's how you make your money with social media. If you're not making money with social media, you don't fucking need it. Okay? Download Google News, whatever news source you get your shit from, right? Robinhood for stocks, Coinbase for crypto, right? Remove yourself and put yourself in a cocoon. Because nobody gives a fuck about your day to day posts. Leave the hoes alone. Leave the bitches alone. Stop going out. Stop all this shit right now. Just stop. Just stop. What you're doing right now. Pause. Okay? Hit the pause on your fucking life. Remove all of that shit from your fucking world. All of it. Crawl into a motherfucking cocoon. Get your motherfucking shit together. It is our time, gentlemen, to change the direction of our generation. As men, not black men, white, as fucking men, we are changing the fucking story here. Right? The women empowerment movement is strong and is taking over and girl power. Hoorah. Good fucking luck to them. But we will not get left behind here. You need to make sure that your market share, cap, value, whatever you want to call it, at 30 is over the fucking top. You know why? Because when you find that chick whose market cap value is just as powerful as yours and she ain't got no motherfucking baggage, 
both y'all motherfuckers gonna dominate this motherfucking world. Even if you don't get married, who gives a fuck? But if you're looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with, it is not when you're 25. It is when you're 30 plus. Because the road from 30 to 40 is a lonely, lonely one because it is career time. And the chick you were with at 25 is not going to understand why the fuck you're working so goddamn hard at fucking 35. Right? But if the chick that you meet had the same work ethic as you did at 25... And at 30, and at 35, and at 40, y'all aren't going to have no fucking problems. Because she understands the fucking grind. Right? Everybody asks, where's the chick who got her shit together? She's in the library where your ass need to be. You feel me? So I'm going to leave it there. Alright? I'm going to leave it there. Treat your people like people if you're a fucking leader. And crawl into a cocoon right now. If you're below 30. And even if you're over 30. It's never too late to spread your wings, man. The only time it's too late is when you're fucking dead. When you're locked up. The drug game. Over with. You need to be hustling money. Like, if you're not... I'm not endorsing any crime here. Okay? Selling drugs... Does not work anymore. Just an FYI. You make more money on fucking welfare and a, a, a fucking hourly wage than you do standing on the corner trying to sell weed. Which you shouldn't be doing anymore anyway. The shit's legal almost everywhere. Right? Hustle up, get enough money for a license, and go legal. Stop playing, man. Prison is... Risking it for what? Breaking the law for what? Selling coke don't get you fucking paid no more, man. People don't do cocaine like that. And if they do, it's watered down like a motherfucker. I've stood on top of $200 million worth of cocaine in the drug bus before. Okay, I'm telling you, the shit is played out, player. You should be hustling cryptocurrency. You should be hustling money around the world. You should be trading stocks like you you fucking know the weed price. All that time you spending on selling weed, bagging up weed, your ass could be researching and moving stocks. I mean, come on, come on, fellas, it's our time. Let the let these female girl power let that shit run. We need to get into the cocoon. Let their have their run. And we need to come back 10 times stronger, 2025. Now's the time. It's been real. Love y'all. Bye. Y'all be safe. Y'all check out some new music, please. Fucking Rhapsody album is bananas. Fucking Crit album is nuts. I just listened to plugs I met. I'm late than a motherfucker. Bananas. Fucking plugs I'm at radio right now is fucking beautiful. Alright? Y'all be easy.